Welcome, everyone, to another edition of SaaS Marketing Makeover. It's Garrett Merrigan, your host, and I am super excited to be joined by Nathan Sykes, the Director of Demand Gen at Cresta. Welcome to the show, Nathan. Thanks for having me. No, man, I'm pumped. This is going to be exciting. So whew, who, do you, who do you hope it is? Yeah, <laughs> that's such a great it's so funny that you say that because i i was like i was messaging one of your reps and i was like give me a short list T- tell me who this is like let me let me be prepared did for they it. give you anything no zero i love it i don't have it either bro like yeah 100 live right now and uh you know who i hope i hope that we can do somebody exciting and, and somebody that's growing fast and we get to pick apart maybe their their website and strategy a little bit let's do it all right let's go all right let's spin that wheel ryan Oh, geez. Hopefully, it's somebody I've heard of before. Do you know these ones? Oh, Amplitude. Anal- you know them? Analytics? No. I don't know Amplitude. All right, let's see. I'm going to pull them up. I'm not sure. I don't know off the top of my head either, actually. Like, that's rare. I usually know all these. I've done so many audits in this darn industry. Well, because like when you audit somebody, you look at their competitors. So eventually you kind of learn all these categories. Yeah. Product intelligence. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Product. Okay. So that's, that's why I've heard of these guys. Domo used these guys, I believe. So uh, they competing with like mixed panels and all those people. So I, I believe so. Um, and, and I don't know if they've completely almost gotten away from, from uh, Adobe analytics, but I think that they're trying to leverage this in conjunction with it, with Adobe analytics. But uh, again, I, this is, this is kind of a, an introductory for me as well. See, I love this hands-on tour. That's badass. I haven't seen anyone yeah. do a hands-on tour as a CTA. I've actually never tested that at directive across our clients. I, let me, let's check it out. I want to click this button. Definitely. If it's, if this is a self-guided tour. Yes. Perfect. Yes. See, I am a huge fan of self-guided tours. I'm actually trying to get my company to do this right now. And the, and the reason why is because especially for complex products, right? Like it's really, really difficult to uh, to boil the ocean or or to, to to be a master for everybody. So gather a little bit of, of you know information and then call out the the features and the highlights that really are the differentiators for you. Um, and you know, obviously, make sure that you follow up uh, with you know with some some great content or or some great SDR work. Yeah, I know. I love this. Here's an idea for them. It's a beautiful concept, but they could take like a clear bit reveal. And they can make the CSS dynamic here to go to my at directiveconsulting.com. That would be pretty clean. Mm-hmm. So if like it just took my like initial, if it just went Garrett at directiveconsulting.com in the background, even if they didn't get my email right, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So they've got uh, phone number two. I, I wonder, like, I, I understand why they're asking for, you know, work email. I understand, you know, country sounds like they're trying to, you know, be GDPR compliant, CCPA, all that fun stuff. I wonder if we yeah. need a phone number right away or if we need to try and get somebody into the experience, um, you know, as soon as possible. Yeah, the, the whole phone number question is, are we optimizing for acquisition or activation, right? Mm. And so I've found... It just depends. In other words, phone numbers are tough, right? Zoom info, accuracy on phone number is, I'd say like 75%, clear bit, maybe like 50%. Seamless is actually pretty good. Lead IQ, pretty good. I've done a lot of sales development in my career and worked with that business unit here a lot. They do like the phone number. I don't know if I need it though, because I think I can get it. Because they're obviously using an enrichment platform. Notice Mm -hmm. that they're not asking for my name. Yeah. I think they could enrich me on the phone number. But Clearbit doesn't do numbers that well. So maybe they're using Clearbit and they're struggling to get the number. 
Yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, it definitely. You're right. It could be some sort of enrichment program, too, because I know Zoom Info has that uh, enrichment, right, where they uh, if they can't recognize your email, then, you know, they'll ask you for your first name, your last name, et cetera. Correct. But this is sick. So we have the background of the dashboard behind it. I think this is awesome. Makes me want to fill this out. I always tell people, like, if you're going to do this, show me like allude to that next thing. Explore demo quote from a guy at Venmo is pretty sweet. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 love the, I love the customer there. The customer, uh, you know, proof there. I think that that's that's solid. They do a good job with proof. Notice Harvard Business Review. Notice G2. Mm-hmm. Got Gardner, Gardner right down there. They're writing uh, for dummy books. Okay, is it? I couldn't see the click. Did was this? Uh, okay, this is the Harvard Business Review one. A sponsor. I've never heard anyone do that. Brian Bowie. I know you're on the show in the background. We should try to see since we're we're not big enough for Forrester to cover us yet. It would be sick if we could do a sponsorship with Harvard Business Review. That would actually. This is a cool thing if you maybe need a third party report. I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've never seen anyone do this actually before, I, but it's good if you're selling them to like the executive. Oh, when I go to leave, they just gave it to me for free too. It's super cheeky. Do you see that? Yes, yes. I have, I've actually been seeing more and more of this. It's in some, I don't know if this is a specific tool. What software is it? I, I'm not sure. I, I, what, the only reason why I've seen it is because one of our competitors does it. And uh, so, so I want to call them out specifically. But it, in <laughs> fact, their implementation is a, uh, a little bit wonky. I didn't really like the experience. But um, this is a little bit smoother. They're just giving you some bite-sized stuff. I would assume, yep, assume that you have to, as soon as you want to dive in a little bit deeper, deeper, you need to fill out your stuff. Let's see who it is. I want to see if I may see it in the... Uh, uh, what the heck? This is dope. I'm gonna figure this out, team, and I will let y'all know because this is sick. I haven't seen. I don't like pop ups. Brian and I literally go back and forth on pop ups all day, and this is a pop up I like because it makes my life easier as a user. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's it's that you you were gonna leave anyway, right? So I mean you know providing a bit of information and uh, and and surfacing that up makes sense. What were the no. what were the other pieces? Sorry, what were the? It was Harvard Business Review, and were there like three or four related pieces? Is that what it was? Yeah, Gardner here. Oh, the other piece. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. When, uh, it, when it popped up, I don't know if we'll get it, get that experience again, but okay. It's recreate. like it's a one time thing. I'll try to recreate it for us here. So if I go to leave here, let's see if I get it again. No, oh, come on. There we go. Cool. Okay. So okay, so Gardner. Playbook for executive product intelligence free commerce. They're kind of throwing, I feel like they're throwing kind of mud at the wall a little bit on there. Yeah. Here, but so that still. could be, yeah, that could be maybe an area of improvement. I, I think this is super slick. So I'll be a little bit nitpicky here, but an area of improvement is telling mm-hmm. a little bit more of a story here, right? So things that are going to back up or, uh, you know, kind of communicate, um, you know, what you're hoping that person to, to review in the Harvard Business Review. They could do that. So they could take segment as their CDP. They could use Clearbit Reveal, enrich who I am already. They know that based on my IP address. And then based on my title, which they got from Reveal, they could personalize this to my industry, my title, my persona, or however they have that organized. As long as this technology they're using integrates with segment, they could personalize it in real time. Yeah, that, 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 would, be, that would be slick. That'd be clean. Okay, so we got... 
I love this, by the way. I genuinely love this. The top analytics choice for digital teams. Yeah. It's so simple too, right? Like your eye immediately goes to where you want it to go, which is like G2 crowds first. And then you read the headline, right? And that, that CTA, like you already mentioned, I think is right on. I'm a big fan of self-guided stuff um, just because I think that's the environment we're in right now. Uh, it's, a, it's a buyer's choice. No, product-led growth is the future. I have a question for you. What do you think about this? If you were to test it, would you want to test it? Do you not like the word? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, um, you know, I actually, I personally haven't done a lot of, a lot of experimentation with free. I, I think it can devalue. I, I, I don't know. It's maybe that's incorrect, but uh, I haven't done a, a, a lot oh, of testing. Yeah, there we go. There we go. See, I think that that is more powerful because, you know, if, if I'm coming on here, I expect it to be free, right? Like I, I'm, I'm, there's no way I'm going to pay to demo your product or, or to, yeah. uh, you know, take a, take a trial run. You need to convince me, but if you're only going to take two minutes of your, uh, of my time and I'm able to actually jump in and, and, uh, explore it and get out and move on. I think that's a, that's a really good, uh, you know, prop. No, and I, I love this. Re like usually content this high on a page I disagree with. <coughs> but what I <coughs> – I'm dying. Oop. What I love about what they're doing is none of it's about them. Like this is not an Amplitude post. It's a Gartner post. This mm -hmm. is not an Amplitude post. It's a Harvard post. It's not an Amplitude post. It's a Dummies post. And I think that's what makes this so sexy is that – and they did it even above their logos, which yeah. is really – like interesting, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, Usually, it's almost always the, it's almost always yeah. the opposite. It's it's funny. Before you scroll down, I was gonna say the next thing is gonna be their you know their their customers or their like specifically a customer and some sort of review or you know their their proof here, which is what they have the specific link to their customer stores and they've got some good logos, right? I like that they organize it by category and I can click Me into too. it. That's really clean. So now I can see the world's leading product organizations. So. This should be the world's leading media organization. Media. So yeah. We're nitpicking, but it's a better story, right? So we would just go yep. in here and then we go the world's leading. They're doing brilliant stuff. I love this one. Good job, Brian, by the way. Yeah, They're, you know, the world's leading media organizations, media, and then you don't need this line. So then you can kind of delete this. And now you have a little cleaner experience. Yeah. Yeah, I, li I like that. I don't like the, the design of this page quite as much, but as far as like, you know, above the full design, but. Um, the padding's messed up. That's why. The padding, yeah. see how high this is? See, watch this. See, like, look at the space you have here. Is this a little design here? So, see how much space they have? It's a hundred and uh, it's a hundred pixels. Go back to the home page. First text that you got taught from the page you landed on is 173 pixels, 175. So it's just a padding here. Yeah, consistency. Let me see what else. So we got customer stories by industry, totally awesome with context. I think this is super important and it's something we're, we're, we're working on in our own marketing is trying to provide content. Like case studies are relevant if the company's similar to yours. Mm -hmm. Saying you work with great companies is relevant if you say how many. So I think like little stuff like this and this is really good for building trust. Using uh, so understand your users, improve product experiences, increase lifetime value and retention. The rule of three, right? Keeping it simple. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My only issue here is like, 
I feel like it starts really hot right here with really strong marketing. And this, I feel like they just threw in because they had to. I like this one better. Ask, act, measure, sure. But I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Like, let's see. Okay, so let's go back to this category because I think this is cool. So let's go to G2, Prog Analytics. So I want to understand. I love how they started it, but now that they're selling it, it looks like they're competing with Pendo and Mixpanel, right? So we got, okay, Amplitude, Pendo. Yeah, we're, okay, I'm right. Cool. Mixpanel Heap, cool. So I've actually done Pendo. Pendo does really good product laid growth. Hopefully, right? They're a product company, but. And I they think they have got a tour too. Yeah. yeah. Now theirs is even better, to be honest. So I can tour theirs without having to sign up. So I actually, I, I used this example in my, in my company. I said, Hey, I've been talking about this self-service, uh, self-service, like guided tour. Pendo does a pretty good job. It's so funny that we bring them up. Yeah. They use a tool called reprise called get okay. reprise. And this you might like, man. So this allows you to do it as a marketer. So you can build out how to do this without the engineering team. So very this is actually cool. pretty sweet. Yeah, very it. cool. Need to look into that because I, I am just a big fan. Like if you can't get somebody into a freemium instance, um, you know, show them what they're getting, right? And 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 100%. if you don't have a good enough product to show up front what your differentiators are, why? What are you doing, right? What are you doing? I'm 100% like, oh, if you have to hide your product, why are you, what are you? Like, are yeah. you a product person? Like, you can't, like, it's like a directive. Anytime I celebrate revenue instead of client success, it's like, why do I exist? Do I exist to make money or do I exist to help clients? Exactly. And it's the same with your product, right? Like, why does your company exist? Does it exist to generate form fills or does it exist to solve people's problems with your product? Let's get them to the point of our value quicker. I call that the magic moment. Now, Love when it. I look at this, though, this starts to make sense, like insight, sentiment, guidance, feedback, mobile. I think I have a little better understanding. Now, if we go to mix panel, build better products. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Pretty You're sick, right. right? Powerful reports to answer any question. How is my product used? Where and why? I, I like this right here. So yeah. see this? And we go back to um, Amplitude. It's their version of the same thing. If I'm going to be honest, Amplitude, you're not as good as Mixpanel at this part of it. Yeah. And, you know, if you look at their subheading or maybe it was their it was just their copy, but they start with product intelligence. Right. And I think that that should probably be their heading. Uh, no, no. If uh, in at Amplitude. Uh, yeah. So build smarter, faster and together. But then you see their their copy. It says product intelligence gives team like call it out product intelligence exactly like Mixpanel did um you know in improving the product i yeah i think you're right i think from a, a just a messaging standpoint I remember seeing i don't john mueller i don't know if you know who that is yeah. big seo guy right yeah so you know i remember seeing a staff from him a long time ago that like 85% of the people that land on your website have no idea what you do, you know, as, as you start to scroll through their page and you really yeah. do have to articulate and really kind of communicate things um, very granularly, make sure people understand, call out that stuff. No, I completely agree. And what questions are Amplitude customers answering? Let me see this. So how can I get more teammates using data? Hmm. Oh, this is dope. I actually haven't seen anyone do this. This is 
This is a really interesting concept, right? Like what cu- questions are Amplitude customers answering? Now, I, I don't know if they they might need to do a little like subcopy. This one might need a second line or like what questions is Amplitude product intelligence and spell helping customers solve something like this so i think it's all. yeah what questions are amplitude's product intelligence helping something like this but i think we gotta do a little bit more connected because i think someone could maybe get a little confused as to what this section is but i think it's a totally awesome like concept yeah, I, I like the concept as well. And and again, I think I think you probably need to add your persona in there, right? Like, how, how are you helping product marketers? How are you helping, uh, you know, and, and, and like, because for instance, the, the again, I, I mentioned, uh, you know, a buddy of mine at Domo, I believe is using this and, um, you know, he's not he's not in product. He, he's actually uh, the, the digital experience guy. He's in analytics. Right. So um, it, it's kind of interesting. Like, do we are, are we talking specifically to a product person or are we going to talk to kind of an analyst or, you know, somebody who's in charge of uh, uh, the digital experience? Yeah. And the, the, I think they go with digital teams, right, for digital teams. So if we keep that down mm-hmm. here and say, how is Amplitude's product intelligence helping digital teams? And then we add a second line. We help them with, and then it goes collaboration measurement. I feel like they should make this. They could replace all of this with a better layout of this. Yeah. That was more vertical instead of horizontal. So I got to see collaboration, measurement, conversion. See, like, watch. If you did this same experience, but top to bottom instead of left to right, like this, that's pretty clean. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because they do the same thing, powerful reports to answer any questions. So we could do the same thing, but then we could have all of our usage questions here, same layout of the CSS, right? So it would go collaboration, all our collaboration questions, you scroll. That would be a cool way, I think, to do it. Yeah. I wonder how many of these questions are kind of pre-built or, or they're doing any sort of keyword research for these, right? Like, cause I think that there's a, a pretty good opportunity to maybe answer some questions, right? Some, some real questions with this um, and create some more doorway pages. I think that's a great point. Cause you could definitely bring this in SEO. Let's see how they did it. How do I share my findings with other teams? So yeah, how do I f- how find and answer the right questions and drive growth? Is the wait? Are all of these questions going to the same Y amplitude page? Because that's not what I thought it was. Uh, I can't. There's no subfolder, so I can't understand the the like information architecture that well. Yeah. So I mean, I'm seeing a lot more companies do this where they're and again, I think these are more SEO oriented pages where they're they're trying to get the the page closer to the root. Right. They're like getting rid of blog, getting rid of learn, or whatever it may be. And they're trying to get them as close to the root domain as possible. Which I love, but then what are they going to rank for? Build what's best for your users. Right, right. users. Because they didn't keep the theme of what they had done, which is ironic. So how can I get more teammates using data is great if this went to a how can I get teammates more data yeah. page. Yeah, I think there needs to be consistency there for sure. Um, they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to kind of answer the question or, or, or position position the answer, but... 
yeah, I, I think that that may be a, a little bit of an area for improvement. Right, what they're taking is here's the problems are you know the questions the problems our customers trying to solve and then they're saying is their product's the answer so i like that they're aligning product-led growth to it but i don't know if it's a one-to-one connection so we got what's product intelligence this is kind of like their cornerstone content right so ideally they don't wait re- reload the page real quick did that cta just just switch i think i think it was a demo yeah watch demo and hands-on tour interesting so they might be a b testing something there yeah they don't like google optimize test we use mutiny instead of google optimize and we don't have any flicker by the way so that's something they that should check out at amplitude check out one of our partners called mutiny you can do way better a b testing integrate it with segment to do personalization at scale without any flicker and it's cheap as all get out. And they got a partnership with Clearbit. So you can get data enrichment for even less than Clearbit, which is kind of nice. I like it. I think it's all pretty good. Let's check out the pricing. Oof. Yeah. What's the I, logo doing here? Yeah, it looks like, yeah, it looks like some customer, some more customer. I don't know if that's a... So they're saying Cisco uses growth, Calm uses free, and Microsoft uses enterprise, even though ironically, I think any firmographic audience you did would call all of these enterprise, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, That's weird. It's not like this is a free startup. It's not like Calm's a startup. Calm is enterprise. Cisco is enterprise. Microsoft, enterprise. Yeah, that's that's kind of an interesting approach. I'd I'd probably probably get rid of that. Couldn't we just get everybody to create an account for free and still, cause then they would still be able to contact them too. Right. Yeah. And I mean, my, my beef here is, is really like, don't create a pricing page if you don't have pricing. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of companies do that now and, 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 you know, I, I've, I've worked for companies that do that and it, it's, to me, it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit frustrating. Pendo's doing the same thing with CMix panel. Yeah, just, I just don't, I just don't like that. I mean, I'm, I'm just a big fan of. Okay, so it's free, starting at 25, and then let's chat. I understand. I'm good with this. This, is, I'm good with this. Like, this is at least an honest conversation, right? Right, and and I don't think you have to necessarily like spill all the beans, right? But somebody who just 100%. does it so well is HubSpot. Like, I, I don't know if you've looked at HubSpot's pricing page, but you know, they're, it, it's like just phenomenal the way that they display each one of their pricing tiers. And then if you, if you actually scroll down, they have a widget, you know, where you can actually develop your own bundle, right? So you can go through and you can say, okay, I want this, but I also want A, B, C, and D, and they'll add that stuff on there. And of course, this is the list price. Can we contact them and probably get a better price than $3,200 a month? Yeah, you probably can. But at least I know when I go back to my, you know, my CMO or CEO or whoever it is, I can say, hey, it's approximately going to be $3,000 a month. And then when I get a better price, I look good because I haggled them down from 3,200 to 2,500 or 2,200 or whatever it is. Um, I'm a big fan of this. Well, and they got the bot, right? Want some help understanding our pricing. Let's see if anybody else, when I looked at their pricing, hey, there any questions about our plans or offering? Average nothing okay it's okay my so i guess my complaint here 
is if you're going to be product-led, be product-led. Now, the problem in these organizations is that you have a chief revenue officer who likes the variable revenue of upsells and charging mm-hmm. to people and do value-based selling. And then you've got a CMO who wants to hit their MQL target on the top of the funnel. And they're both at war with the CEO who believes in product and product alone, let's say. And now you have these like three warring factions. And I feel like they all butt heads. You can see who runs an organization when it gets to the pricing page. Yeah. And it seems like sales won. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I totally get that. Um, I'm just a huge fan of, of. It, it's almost like the product discussion where, like, if you don't, if you don't feel comfortable, uh, you know, showcasing your differentiators and your value props, then, like, you know, kind of, what are you doing? And then, same thing with price. Like, I hate this race to the bottom thing. You know, the cheaper thing yeah. is not always the best thing. And, and, um, you know, I think when you start getting in conversations, like most companies when you're with them for a year or two they'll give you a discount on pricing or, or whatever it is so i think the most important thing is to get them into the into the the funnel right i mean that's that's yeah. kind of my my uh my inclination no i love where your head's at and then i've seen this a lot lately where the menu has become product proof price hmm. and then everything else just like if you go back to HubSpot, like look at remember what I'm saying like product, price, they go resources. Why price resources? Solution product price. This is more stereo. This is a very stereotypical right here. Yeah, and this is kind of different. What's your take on taking all your content and making it essentially at least two clicks away? Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I think it makes sense. I mean, I I am usually for a simpler nav, um, so that you can control the user journey, right? Like st- direct people to where you want them to go, and then let them kind of create their own story from there. Um, I I don't necessarily love throwing everything into a, a particular category or, or a particular tab, but mm-hmm. I don't I wouldn't consider this like a huge mega menu, right? Like you can get on some yeah. legacy sites like an Oracle or something like that. And the, the mega menu is just absolutely massive. There's 50. Oh, no, I'm saying this is less. I'm on the same page as you. It's like a lot. It's definitely less is more. They also notice they're just selling a platform. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your take on product marketing when it comes to platform versus product? So I mean by that is like if you go here, you can see the different things they do. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. This is a bad example. Let's see if I can get a code solutions user see how they have like the different features this is also good for seo yeah people have specific problems here at amplitude we just have a product intelligence platform i don't see these like there's no pages for data management you know right so like and then explore just takes me in product i don't hate the marketing experience it's more from an acquisition standpoint all these things are bottom of funnel purchase intent type queries that we're not able to rank for thus lowering our customer acquisition cost. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I am a big fan of creating interior pages that, that spell out features. Um, and, and there's two reasons for that. You nailed one, which is SEO. Um, the other is, is, and I guess this is more of an enterprise thing, but in some cases, like if you're going to be included in RFPs or, or you know, something like that, um, the person who's actually doing the shopping or, or trying to source the, the vendor um, may yeah. not know the product very well. And so they're actually going on the website and they're trying to check a box to say, OK, does this company do this? Do they do this? 
Do they? Okay, awesome. So if you don't spell that out for them, you may not be involved in that RFP and they may skip on to somebody else. Um, I've seen that happen in the past. So, you know, I think some of it depends on your, you know, your, your ICP and are you going after an enterprise? Are you going after a mid market? Um, you know, some of that is, is, is going to change. Well, that's brilliant, Nate, because especially if you think about the buying center for the Amplitude product, you got to imagine there has to be a CTO, mm-hmm. so engineering bought in, CMO, marketing's bought in, and CPO, products bought in. So that's three different business units, yet I can't easily understand how each uses it. Now, combine that with segment we just bought, and I've been a big fan of, if you go to their product, marketing, product, engineering, you can easily understand how you use the platform in these different use cases and the different products that exist within the use cases is a lot cleaner than just product intelligence. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you talked a little bit, you had this brilliant example of personalization, right? Um, You know, how do you, how do you really personalize without, without necessarily using a bunch of tech or, you know, uh, some sort of CTA or something like that? I don't think you can really truly personalize other than swapping out one word or something like that, unless you're talking to the persona, right? So I think it was mixed or segment you were just on. If it's product or engineering, you can really personalize and actually get deeper um, on each of those pages, uh, you know, by, by kind of segmenting them. No, 100%. BombBomb, one of our clients, does this really well. They have a product that does videos like Loom, let's say, but then they give all their use cases. So let's say you're doing outreach, appointment setting. Mm -hmm. So it really helps you solve your problem and imagine what you could do with the product. It'd be cool if Amplitude did something like that, like use cases up here, and you could see all the different ways. They're trying to do that with their questions thing on the homepage, but it's not quite as simple or transparent as that does that make sense yeah absolutely absolutely it does all right well this has been kind of fun so nate you're the cmo congratulations you've been promoted sorry cresta <laughs> now the cmo at amplitude well what are what are a couple of things you're going to do the first couple quarters um you know i i think what we what we kind of found out here was um you know focusing on maybe creating some more doorway pages that that align with um you know keyword research and and the intent that they're uh or the questions that they're solving for right some high intense stuff um so i think that that could that could be something that they're doing i love the guided experience so i don't have a lot of feedback there um uh so definitely an seo play um trying to think what else. I mean, definitely some more personalization, right? And start breaking out some of those interior pages and start focusing on their different personas and create an experience for each one of those uh, personas. I love that, Nathan. I totally love that. I think if I was doing a test, I might say like, if Pendo is not requiring information, you get to see their product and you're looking at three tabs, right? You're on G2, you're evaluating. I call it the three tab test, right? You got three tabs open. The only person of all of those that lets you see the product free of charge, no information required is Pendo. I think that gives them a lot of leverage on the marketplace. I'd experiment with what would happen if I remove the form on the guided tour so people just get straight into the guided tour. And then I can run a test on demos requested for like – so if that like the product could drive action instead of me like forcing action by gating the product, what if the product drove action – and right. it, that would create maybe a better close rate and a better activation rate for my channels, which would allow me to spend more and be aggressive. So it could be cool. I'd also look at pricing, right? I don't, I, I agree. If, if Mixpal is saying 25 a month, 
Pendo's saying nothing and you're saying nothing. Why can't you say 24 if you are 24? Now, yeah. if you're not the pricing leader, that's okay. I still don't think it hurts you because now you're having healthier conversations. Uh, I do like leading with pricing as a product company. I do think some type of pricing is critical to really get the way digital buyers work, which is champions, not decision makers, right? There's someone mm -hmm. who got tasked from the org to go do the research and they don't want to do all this research, bring it to the team and then find out that it's out of their budget, right? Exactly. Like, and then you have to have three it, conversations with somebody just to figure out the pricing because you have to go through the SDR and they ask you an hour worth of conversation or, you know, hour, hours worth of conversation. But they don't know the scope of integrations yet. So you then you got to go to your own team and now you're using yep. your own team's hours to try to get a quote. And then you, at the end, you find you can't afford them and you're frustrated. Like, I think a little base pricing is helpful. Yeah, I completely agree. At least some sort of foundational thing. The only other thing I want to mention is, is when you get into that, that um you know guided tour as well and we didn't check this out but i'd be really interested can you power up a free instance yeah what what's the cta to drive that home right or are you just counting on somebody to then go inbound and, and have an sdr or salesperson follow up with them based off of your lead scoring or whatever what is the interaction to get them into the product because that's when you know when it's really sticky right is when they're using the product not when they're just doing a guided tour Really good point, Nate. And I'm going to try to figure out the software they're using because that pop-up experience was actually the first one that I felt was helpful to me instead of like, I felt like they were giving me something more than I was giving them, which is usually the opposite of a pop-up experience psychologically. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So, I, a little, little ugly, but yeah. <laughs> if anyone's following uh, this and wants to follow along with you, Nathan, what's the best way for them to do that? I'm sorry. What was that? If anyone's LinkedIn. following along in your journey, just check you out on LinkedIn. Yeah, check me out on LinkedIn. Uh, check out Cresta, um, and uh, and yeah, hope to hope to see you guys there. All right, well, thank you so much, and thanks for being on the show, Nathan. This was awesome. Bye, everybody. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Yeah.